0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Wednesday, March 9th, 2022. I'm Jen Cutter. Apple's peak performance event yesterday revealed the 2022 iPhone SE. As rumors expected, it keeps its smaller form factor compared to other iPhones, adds the A15 SoC and 5G, and one 12-megapixel camera on the rear panel, which gains software-based camera improvements with the newer processor. Deep Fusion and HD4 are included, like on the iPhone 13, for handling high contrast and noise reduction. Thanks to the new chip, the updated SC promises an improved up to 10 hours of streaming video playback and up to 50 hours of audio playback. It maintains the IP67 rating for water resistance, includes Touch ID, and supports wireless charging, but not MagSafe. The base 64GB model is $429, and pre orders start March 11th, shipping March 18th. Apple also announced the Mac Studio, a powerful desktop system featuring Apple's M1 Max chip and an option for the M1 Ultra, which features 20 core CPU, 48 core GPU, and a 32 core Neural Engine. Available I.O. are two Thunderbolt 4 ports and one SDXC card slot on the front. And the back has two Thunderbolt 4 ports, two USB-A ports, one HDMI port, one 10-gigabit Ethernet port, and one 3.5-millimeter headphone jack, all on a form factor similar to a Mac Mini, but bigger, with promises to run quietly under heavy loads. The Mac Studio starts at $1,999, and M1 Ultra models start at $3,999. Pre-orders are open now and ship on March 18th. The new studio display monitor has a 5K 27-inch screen featuring 600 nits of brightness, a 12-megapixel ultra-wide camera, works with macOS's Tone, all in an aluminum enclosure. The studio display starts at $1,599 and several stand options are available. Pre-orders open now, also shipping March 18th. The iOS 15.4 release rolls out next week compatible with any device that supports iOS 15, ranging from the first-generation iPhone 6S to the iPhone 13, also out next week. Apple even announced a surprise deal with the MLB, featuring two Friday night regular season Major League Baseball games, including pre- and post-shows, whenever the season begins. For an in-depth discussion on all the event announcements, check out Daily Tech News Show. Though the Russian government blocked Twitter earlier this month, Cybersecurity expert and designer of the Enterprise Onion toolkit Alec Buffett announced yesterday, this is possibly the most important and long-awaited tweet that I've ever composed. On behalf of Twitter, I am delighted to announce the new Tor Project Onion service. Russian users are now able to use the Tor anonymity network to access the social media network internet carrier Lumen is pulling out of Russia, leaving the remaining international data options for Russia only from Western companies based in Sweden, Italy, and the United Kingdom. A Lumen spokesperson says, the business services we provide are extremely small and very limited, as is our physical presence. However, we are taking steps to immediately stop business in the region the European Union clarified sanctions on Russia and Belarus extend to crypto as assets are covered by the transferable securities category. The EU also announced the expansion of financial restrictions on Belarus to mirror Russia's, including restrictions on SWIFT to three Belarusian banks. Uber Eats introduced group ordering and bill splitting, similar to the fare splitting option on Uber's ride service. Everyone in a group can now place and pay for their own orders. Hosts can invite guests to a restaurant order and are given the option to split the bill or simply pay for everyone. Patches are out for a local privilege escalation flaw in the Linux kernel called Dirty Pipe. Security researcher Max Kellerman found and reported the flaw in February. It first showed up in kernel version 5.8 and is fixed as of versions 5.16.11, 5.15.25, and 5.10.102. Most distros have pushed out the patch, with the exception of Android. Many Android phones are still running an old enough kernel that they are not vulnerable. However, the Pixel 6 and Galaxy S22 are at risk. The vulnerability can be exploited through a malicious app or any other vulnerability that allows limited code execution. CrowdStrike, Cloudflare, and Ping Identity have joined together to form the Critical Infrastructure Defense Project to offer free security services to vulnerable industries. Hospitals and power utilities are encouraged to apply. Eligible organizations will get the full suite of Cloudflare's zero-trust security solutions, CrowdStrike's Endpoint Protection and Intelligence Services, and Ping Identity's zero-trust identity product. The new group will offer roadmaps to businesses in any industry to improve security and defend against attacks. NVIDIA invested $10 million in Serve Robotics, A company spun out of Uber, operating in Los Angeles and San Francisco, for sidewalk delivery robots. Serves robots use NVIDIA's Jetson Edge AI platform and can operate in geofenced areas without a remote operator. And LimeWire is coming back thanks to the rights being purchased by Austrian entrepreneurs, though with no affiliation to the original team. The brand returns to sell NFTs attached to exclusive songs, merchandise, art, and backstage content, as well as its own utility token within the next three weeks. Assets on LimeWire will be listed in U.S. dollars, with payments accepted in fiat currency or crypto. For more discussion on the tech news of the day, subscribe to The Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com, where you can also find the show notes and links to every headline please remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines on your podcast service of choice. From everyone here at Daily Tech Headlines, thanks for listening.